He lied to the American people. There was a gain-of-function research going on with this Dr. Shi Zengali at the Wuhan Institute. In her paper, she actually thanks Dr. Fauci and the NIAID, which is a part of NIH that uh, Dr. Fauci runs. It's listed at the end of the paper. This paper was funded by NIA, NIAID Research, and it lists a 10-digit number that identifies the research money that she got from the United States. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Your tax dollars hard at work. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is our dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. I don't know where to begin, man. Do I go with a gay cereal, or do I go with John Cena in the apology culture? It's all sort of the same energy flow. Well, I, you know, I, let me start with this thesis statement, my hypothesis. Okay, now, if if you could get a picture of John Cena apologizing <laughs> while eating this cereal, <laughs> now you know, there's, there's all the would show. be forgiven. That's yeah, right. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah, well, on his end, yeah, yeah. We need John Cena doing a video eating the gay cereal. And right. just to throw in one complication, while doing his little hand, his little hand thing. Right, you can't see me. Yeah. All right, that is so. I don't even know what the hell that means. I, I don't watch wrestling. I know it's shocking to most people that I don't, you know, I'm not really into pro wrestling. Right. You know, it's fake. You know, it's fake, right? Oh, you know, it's like, it's like watching C-SPAN, except it's purposely entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. C-SPAN might be a little more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's there a are people more in, fake, I can tell you. <laughs> there, there are people in South Jersey who think it's real. Right. Anyway, yeah. I know. I know. Um, you know, I... I Let's just start. Okay, what, what, what's going on with the cancel culture and the woke crowd is that very often, in my opinion, they reinforce the very stereotypes that they claim to be trying to get rid of. All right, it, 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 like the voting law thing. If you say a black person can't get a photo ID, you're basically saying black people are too inept and lazy to get a photo ID, which is a stereotype about black people. All right. Kellogg's now is hooked up with hooked up <laughs> with Glad, uh, gay and lesbian and whatever the hell else it means. And I'm 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 pro gay rights. Don't get me wrong. I, I have gay friends. All right, but Kellogg's it, it, because they want to get ahead of the woke thing too. Corporate America is running scared of this whole damn thing, so they put together. <laughs> They got a cereal now called Together with Pride. It's in a purple box. <laughs> they look like Fruit Loops. Uh rainbow colored Fruit Loops, okay? Right. Well, let's be honest. And the freaking cereal's got glitter in it. Really? Ed- edible glitter. Right. Like gay people just walk around shooting glitter into the well, air, and just there's... tossing glitter, and just all about glitter. If you're gay, you got to be all about glitter. There's well, another stereotype. If you eat the cereal, you might be shooting glitter after. You a while. might. Yeah, probably. You, you might. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are gay people who wear earth tones. Okay, I'm just saying there are people who are gay who aren't into glitter. They think glitter is messy. They think glitter is messy. Why just... Screws up the environment. Why just assume that all gay people like glitter? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's the the stupidest thing. The box is purple, and it's got glitter. Now, Tony the Tiger always did kind of look a little gay with the bandana. You know, know, don't forget, uh, you know, the the three Rice Krispies guys. Snap, crackle, pop. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, come on, man. What? what are their names again? Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> you know, it couldn't be more freaking stereotypical. <laughs> the people that don't want you focusing on stereotypes themselves, Chris says they check off all the boxes. Right. Everybody should be who they want. And nobody, you know, everybody's the same, and we should all love each other for our sameness, even though we're different. You know, and then the first thing out of somebody, an activist's mouth is, you know, I'm a trans, gay, uh, gender, uh, fluid, uh, African-American, uh, Taiwanese person uh, with ADD and uh, chronic depression. You, you know what I mean? Right. Check off all the boxes, man. Sure. Chris Every says, Glasgow says that. It's a bunch of crap, man. The idea is that little kids will feel better about, you know, will be more accepting of other gay kids if they eat the gay Fruit Loops, right. you know. And, and here's the thing that's gonna, here's the thing that's going to matter to your child, because trust me, I was the same way when right. I was ten. Does it taste like a handful of sugar? That's all I cared about. <laughs> New sugary bits of coated sugar. Yeah, that's really what we wanted. I actually hate cereal. I'm not a big cereal eater, and it's the milk thing. I don't like milk. Yeah. Milk grosses me out, you know, but I, I I guess I should eat some Together with Pride cereal so I can get over my homophobia. <laughs> you, can, you can eat it with wine. With wine. There you go. I don't even drink wine. Everybody's in wine. You can go to your the huh? liquor store that you always go to and hold up a box of that cereal. What kind of wine goes with this? What kind of wine goes with the gay <laughs> cereal, dude? Pineapple vodka? I <laughs> like yeah. Chardonnay, vodka. you know. Yeah. Rosé, you know. It's going to be pineapple vodka. Pineapple vodka, because it's fruity. That's what you always <laughs> Get it? But we're fighting stereotypes. Yeah. Have some gay Fruit Loops with glitter. drink anyway. Pineapple vodka. Well, I mean... Or have you decided to mix it up a little bit? <laughs> Variety is the spice of life. Right. I'm just saying the cereal box looks like something you'd find in the bathroom of a disco. You know, it's it's so stereotypically gay mm -hmm. that it's obnoxious. You know, little kids eat the gay cereal, then they're not going to hate gay people. Well, the new spice of life is glitter. 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 I'm against stereotypes, but all gay people love glitter. You know, I mean... It just gets a little obnoxious. It's not a little obnoxious. And, and you know, they, I guess if you... Is there a toy inside? Is there... Do you get a freaking... <laughs> I don't even want to know. But, <laughs> well, I mean, really, what are you going to put be, in there? What, what are you going to put in there? Together with Pride Box. Yeah. <laughs> Pair of slacks. I don't know, you know. Barbara Streisand CD. <laughs> Barbara, Barbara Streisand CD. You're going to go for the stereotypes. A little Judy Garland doll, right. you know. <laughs> Here's more news for you. Back in the 80s, I had a, I worked with a guy who was gay, and he hated Barbara Streisand. I know, Couldn't man. Stand her. I liked her more than he did. Don't all you gay people like show music? You know, I mean, it's, stop. Oh, man, he wanted to listen to rock and roll. He didn't want to listen to Barbara Streisand. Could you um, stuff a boa in there? <laughs> feather boa. Right. I just, you know, I have a very good friend who's gay. Dude's manlier than I am. You know, he lifts weights, he smokes cigars, he drinks whiskey. Mm -hmm. I just I get so sick of it, man. I just do, you know. Can't see him with a box of the cereal in his No, for pants. crying out loud. You know, good God, man. He's pouring whiskey on it. Pouring whiskey on it. I, I'm just, I, they're reinforcing stereotypes. They're reinforcing, the, the woke crowd are reinforcing stereotypes. Left and right, man. And what's up with a little... <laughs> 
<laughs> frosted wheat. What, what do they call those things? The little biscuits with the frosting on it and the cereal. Mini wheats, frosted Shred, mini wheats. Shredded mini wheats. A little frosted mini wheat guy there in the corner. What's he represent? The white people? I don't. I don't know. He's the squares. He's the square white guy. He's he's square and he's white because all white people are square and white, and that's why we're fighting stereotypes. Because all white people are square and they hate gay people. We're so against stereotypes and labeling. And uh, what's the tagline here of this thing? I, I'm sorry. I'm just. They're fabulous. No, no, here it is. Boxes are for cereal, not people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a trans gay, uh, uh, you know, uh, label, 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 label. Check off the boxes, but they're not, they're for cereal, not people. What a bunch of crap. What's the count on the trans fat? There's there's lots of trans fat in this cereal, okay? No. Trans fat (laughs) with glitter. Oh, God. God. Chris, (sighs) 15 minutes into the show, it's a grand slam. That was a grand slam. Let's just replay the 15 minutes over over and over 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 again. (laughs) This cereal has extra trans fat in it. Oh, God. Trans because we love trans people, and fat because we don't shame people because of their body images. All right. God. It's purple. The box is purple. Good God, man. (laughs) Holy crap. What have we wrought? Anyway, uh... (laughs) God. <laughs> little disc inside playing YMCA, you know. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Barry Manilow lyrics on the side. You know. <laughs> but we're against stereotypes. Right. Ooh. All right. Uh one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. God, that was funny. Thank you, Chris. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, I'm Sean. Phone lines are open if you're offended or laughing your ass off or maybe somewhere in between. 210-599-5555. Oh, and I did another, uh, yesterday was Cupcake Tuesday. So I sampled uh, another uh, cupcake variety. Uh, from Gigi's Cupcakes there, so you can go on the website, ktsa.com, on the Sean Rima page, and see the latest Cupcake Tuesday video. It's a little disturbing. Uh, and then, uh, it's, I think it's also on the Facebook page. We have, I've had some issues getting on the Facebook page, but it's, it's always there on the, on the KTSA website, the Sean Rima page. We were talking about, you know, and I, and I'm, you know, again, it's, the, the opening bit wasn't about making fun of gay people. It was about making fun of people who think that they're, you know, there to bust up the stereotypes, the woke crowd. And yet in doing so, they reinforce every freaking stereotype there is about every community they're, they're talking about. They're all about, they're, they're against labels and putting people in boxes. So what do they do? They reinforce labels and put people in boxes. And, uh, and so Kellogg's came out with this pride cereal and it's, it's ridiculous, man. Again, it's, it's a purple box. It's just every gay stereotype is on this cereal box. And so if you, if you, you t- give this to a little kid 
and say, okay, don't hate gay people. Okay, but yet at the same time, you're giving them freaking cereal that is packaged again like every freaking stereotype there is. And what I'm about to say, I believe, is true. And Trey and I were talking about this, talking about this on Where and Rhyme uh, from seven to nine, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, in that the loudest voices from any community right now are the woke activists. But I, I submit to you that they don't represent the majority of the folks in any one of these categories or communities or whatever you want to call them. In other words, I, I think most black people, you know, just don't want to start off every single stinking statement or conversation with, you know, I'm black and uh, I'm oppressed and, uh, you know, I, I, this and that. Uh, just, yeah, and and I, the reason I say that, because I think most people just want to live their freaking lives. I'll never forget years ago, you know, I was, I was talking with a gay friend. And we were very close, and so we were very open about stuff, you know, and, and we, you, straight guy and a gay guy, very good friends. And I once asked him, I said, you know, and he's about my age, I said, what do you want? What, what do you want out of, out of America? What do, you, what do you want? And I'll never forget this as long as I live. He said, I don't want me being gay to be a part of the conversation. I don't want to feel like I have to start every conversation that I have letting people know I'm gay. Just like you don't, probably don't, it would seem ridiculous to you to have to start every conversation with, I'm straight, you know, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm just a guy working, doing a job, paying a mortgage, trying to live my life. It's not that I'm ashamed of being gay, not at all. But I, I just don't want it to have to always be a part of the conversation. Sometimes I just want to talk to people about stuff. And I think that's how most people are, no matter what community they're from. Um, you know, another great example is the, uh, the, the wokeness or, or the whatever, the, the, this bull crap about voter ID laws and, you know, the hours and the days that, that polling places are open because people of color can't get it together enough to get a photo ID. Uh, they're on people of color time. And so, you know, they can't get there by 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. Which is incredibly racist. And we've had people call this show, and I had people call, and Chris remembers this, call the old show, uh, the night show, and it, they, they hate that stuff. It's like, what, because I'm black, I can't come up with a photo ID? Doesn't anybody realize how freaking racist and insulting that is? And that's why you know the woke crowd is so full of crap. Because you know what? They are some of the most racist, homophobic people you ever want to meet. And, and they have no clue. <laughs> they think they're these great social justice warriors, and I'm fighting for the black man. I'm fighting for trans rights. And you, this is just your Uncle Sean letting you know, if you're one of those people, one of those social justice warriors or, you know, woke people, whatever, you are full of crap. And a certain amount of people, like, know it. And there's Caitlyn Jenner on Fox News right now. Look, Dana Perino's wearing white because she's white. You know, anyway, he's a weird-looking chick. I'll give him that. Uh, I'm just, you know, the trans community, if, and I'm tell me that we were talking about transgendered issues before Caitlyn Jenner. Tell me that any of these liberal idiots were all about the trans community until Caitlyn Jenner. And then what happened? 
Caitlyn Jenner uh, decides to run for, and I'm sorry, he's a, that's a dude. I call him a him. Caitlyn Jenner, uh, he runs for, he wants to run for governor of California, and he said some not very woke things, you know. And suddenly they hate his stinking guts. He, he's an Olympiad. That dude is an Olympiad man, and gold gold medal winner. Okay, probably one of the greatest Olympiads in his in his field of sport that you know has ever roamed the planet to a certain extent. Because back in the seventies, Bruce Jenner was everywhere, man. And uh, he, he happened to say, "Well, it's not fair for men to compete against women," and now they hate his stinking guts. Now people who are not trans know more about trans than trans people. <laughs> and that's where, for me, the whole woke crowd is just full of crap, man. It's an ego trip. It's a selfie. It's not reality, man. So go, you know, sprinkle some sugar on your gay cereal there and feel all sanctimonious and superior. But you know, like how they say, Chris, when you ain't, you know, there's a black entertainment television network, there ought to be a white entertainment television I want a cereal for crack for honkies. I want I want a honky cereal. I want a cereal for white people. We'll call it Cracklin' Whiteies. Cracklin' Whiteies. The box is going to be plaid, like a flannel shirt, like a working man's shirt. Cracklin' Whiteies. You know. If I actually said that, well, he's such a white supremacist. He wants white cereal. <laughs> Cracklin' White Kellogg's Cracklin' Whiteies. All right. Snap, crackle, pop. Well, I had to get that in there one more time. It deserved a second round. Yeah, man. New Song 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are up at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Okay, I got to talk about this, John. Cena, is that how you say it? The hand thing, Mr. Pro Wrestler Guy. Um, I've, for, as far as the Fast and the Furious movies, I've never seen a single one of those. I, I just, that's not something I find interesting in any way, shape, or form. You know, uh, with Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> Driving fast cars. It's just, you know, oh boy, that sounds fascinating. Uh, so, you know, I, I know John's, and I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> I just don't, man. Sorry. And I've been, I've actually been to a couple of those uh, in my radio days. You know, when you get the wrestling matches. Yeah, the pro when they yeah, come to the town. Yeah, but the mud wrestling matches you attended does, that does not count. And participated in. Right, yeah. I, I've wrestled strippers in jello. Yes, I have. Right. It's on my resume. Yeah, either uh, way, you win. That's the <laughs> yeah, way yeah, pretty much. Right. It's a little cold and sticky, but beyond that. Who cares? Um, Jello is very cold. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Memories, <laughs> memories. <laughs> anyway, John. So I'm not a big wrestling guy. So I I know him predominantly from like the commercials he he does and stuff. And you know, I guess he's a big star, big action guy. Does he? He, he does other movies, I guess, beyond the Fast and Furious. Yeah, I'm, I'm. He's done a few. A few. He's, he's more famous for being John Cena. For being a wrestler. And for being a wrestler. Right. And doing the stupid hand thing. And, uh, you know, as you know, and we all, I think, we're pretty much aware of this uh, at this point, that Hollywood is pretty much owned by China. I mean, China is a huge, a huge market for Hollywood productions. 
films, you know, and I, or well, we, we call them films, but, you know, they're not, not really even that anymore. Right. Uh, and so, uh, he, the Fast and the Pukey 9 or whatever the hell it is is coming out. And so they, they go on these press tours, these junkets, you know, where they, where they're talking to people and talking about the movie and trying to hype, hype the movie so a lot of people will see it. And he's on, uh, I guess he's on Chinese media or whatever the hell constitutes Chinese media or something. You're doing an interview about the Fast and the Furious and he, and he, uh, and he, uh, he, according to him, mistakenly calls Taiwan a country. Right. Which is a bozo no-no for the Chinese government because the Chinese government wants to, you know, absorb Taiwan and it's been a, uh, a schism for a long time. Uh, and, uh, but it, it is a country. I mean, it, it, it's a factual statement that it's a country. Um, but, but uh, you know, the Chinese government, you, you don't talk like that. You don't, you don't talk about Taiwan being its own country. And probably shouldn't talk about it at all. You <laughs> probably shouldn't even <laughs> yeah. say the T word, man. If you don't going, right. end up in the, uh, in the gulag there. Uh, and so he, he goes on this embarrass. I mean, it's embarrassing. I, I forced myself to watch it and listen to the translation. I'm not going to translate. You've heard it already and seen, heard the translation, but he's basically apologizing to China. For and he's doing it in Mandarin. He's learned Mandarin at some point in his life, which you know I'll grant you that's not an easy thing <laughs> to learn Mandarin. Chinese, all the Asian languages are extraordinarily difficult mm-hmm. and complex. So the guy's talking in Mandarin, and he's apologizing for for saying that for calling Taiwan. How dare he refer to Taiwan as a country? And you know I I don't I'll be honest with you I don't understand guys who are already rich and famous who are that scared of losing the gig that cuz that this is a this was a fear-based response. Right. This was absolutely a fear-based he got down on his knees and kissed the left ass cheek of the Chinese government on a Chi- on Chinese social media and on his own Twitter account. And to me it was like watching a really bad comedian, you know, and they're just not funny and everything he say is not funny and you just sort of cringe, you know what I mean? Right, right. I was cringing listening to that and reading the translation. Mm-hmm. Because it's I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. And we we gotta stop this crap because we're we're at the point now where you can be canceled and people have been fired, lost their jobs, university professors with tenure. Uh, you know they they they've gone after Bruce Jenner, like I said, because Bruce Jenner dared to uh, speak uh, a a unsanctioned opinion from the woke crowd about female athletes and male athletes, and they went after Caitlyn Jenner. Right. And I, you know, this is the thing that it, 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 I get increasingly disturbed by this stuff because, yeah, if you don't voice, if you don't utter out loud the expected uh, opinion, the state sanctioned or the, the woke sanctioned opinion, all kinds of hell can, can befall your life professionally, personally. People have been threatened. Right. And not just his, but the people who were involved in the film with him. Right. That's, that's the disturbing thing. And that's probably what disturbed him the most. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the money. No. So we, I, you know, that's a fair point. I hadn't really considered yeah, that. And that's the, you know, when I saw that this morning. Right. Knowing that, you know, China funds, you know, a lot of these productions. Right. Um, 
that he was just looking out for everybody else involved. Right, because he can walk away from it tomorrow. He's not going to care. He can get back in the ring this weekend and make a million bucks. It's not going to matter to him. Right. That's a fair point that I'm glad we got out there, that there are a whole bunch of other people tied to this production. There's a lot of moving parts involved. And it's not just at the corporate level. It's the people who work on the films. The boom guy, the the, the, the stuntmen. You know, people who have, you know, the grip. I don't even know what that is. But they they have grips. He's he's, he's he's the grip. Got to make a living, too. Exactly. So So that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, we'll take a little break, though. It's want... still unfortunate, though, that well, we've, it, we've come to this, that it has to be. It, it is, you know. and precise, specifically because now we are apologizing for uttering the truth. And if you're silent now, you can be canceled. If you don't actually say something, you can be canceled. Right. And I, I, I want to get into that a little bit more when we get back. 210-599-5555. Elvis, hang on. Uh, John Cena apologizing to China for uh, daring to refer to Taiwan as a country. Uh, what do you think? 210-599-5585. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, we're in a sorry age. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, John Cena. And I, you know, I rambled for so long in the setup. I'm going to have to come back and, and give you my, my thoughts on, on free speech and the apology culture. I want to take a couple of calls here. But he apologized for basically stating a fact, which is, Taiwan's country, and he apologized to China on a video. And the sense most people have is they did that to save the production because the Chinese government owns Hollywood. But we're talking about this business of apologizing. Let's go to uh, Elvis quickly. Elvis, how you doing? Yeah, doing great, dude. Uh, love the uh, F uh, series for the Fast and Furious. But I wonder who told Cena to apologize. That's all I'm worried about. I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it could have been producers, could have been, I don't know, the Chinese government. I don't know. But somebody did. I don't, you know, maybe somebody did, maybe somebody didn't. Maybe he just decided to, he needed to do it on his own. I, I have no idea. But it did come off kind of cringeworthy. You know what I mean? It's, you shouldn't have to apologize for speaking the truth. Absolutely. Just unbelievable. Right. And it was uh, sad that the series lost Paul Walker, but I just can't believe that he just apologized in and of himself. That's well, crazy. we we and I and I appreciate the call. We 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 need to stop with the apologies. You know, and I I'll, and I'm you know first to say that you know I sometimes apologize for crap I don't have to apologize for. I was hanging out with Kinky over the weekend, and uh, he, he had an, uh, an event in town a couple of weeks ago that you know he, he'd asked me to go with him, and I. Uh, I think he wanted me to drive, and I, I just I found out about it too late, and I, I just really couldn't do it. So we're ha- this is a true story. So we're hanging out on uh, on Sunday on the on the on the porch there, uh, but Echo Hill, Chris, you'll get a kick out of this. And I'm I'm just you know, oh, man, I'm so sorry I wasn't I wasn't there for you the other night, or I'm so sorry I couldn't go, and you know I, I had a second shot of the vaccine, and I'm trying to, and I'm sorry, man. He's like. Sean, you got to stop saying you're sorry. Otherwise, you're going to turn into a damn Democrat. That's exactly what he said. You say you're sorry. I think the exact wording was, you say you're sorry enough and you'll become a Democrat. <laughs> it's true. 
but the strange thing is we're, we're really kind of creeping up on that place where if if you and I, I honestly and then I'll, I want to get into it a little deeper when we get back at 1005 but did you ever really think you'd see America in in this kind of a moment? I mean, the liberal idiots have always been bizarre and stupid, as long as I can remember. Maybe not to the degree they are now, or or let's say uh, from a few years ago. But now, man, whoo. We have major corporations folding to this stuff. We have politicians folding to this stuff. Uh, it, we have people losing their jobs, losing their professions. And for what? For not stating gibberish. For not stating gibberish as fact. The party of science, okay, it, it, it claims that if, if you see a, a, a man dressed as a woman and you say that is not a woman, if you utter out loud that there are only two genders, you know, they're coming for you, man. And look, you can't be liberal enough. You can't be pukish enough to escape this. Everybody's got the target on their back with this stuff. Where are we? Uh, I don't know. Do I have enough time for this guy? I don't have time for this guy. Hang on. Hang on, uh, Richard. We'll talk to you when we get back. I, I, I want to take you in a slightly different direction when we get back at 10.05. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Would you apologize for gibberish? For a non-truth, if it ha- if it's what you had to do to save your job, or to save you know whatever it is you do in your life, would you apologize for stating an observable fact, even though you know the woke crowd doesn't want you to do it, and it may cost you some personal repercussions, personal and professional repercussions? I want to go in that direction when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Latest cupcake Tuesday video. Very strange, very bizarre, but very tasty. Uh, on the website ktsa dot com. We'll be back in a few minutes. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. We have at least one scientist from Rutgers and another scientist from MIT who looked at this paper and say it is gain of function. And she says she did it with an NIH fund. Dr. Fauci says no. I think he needs to be quizzed. But he goes on these shows and they all yuck it up and laugh and Laugh about how everybody's a conspiracy theory, but nobody asks him any tough questions. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Now, there's a man devoted to the truth, dedicated to the truth, man. Grandpa, Rocco. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071, it's 10 minutes after 6. And we're talking about the cancel culture, John Cena. We, we also... We made fun of the uh, gay cereal thing last night in Austin. They ran out the clock on this ban. What are you, what are you laughing at, dude? It's uh, six minutes after ten. What did I say? You said it's, it's uh, six minutes after ten. No, I said you said it's ten minutes after six. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm getting old, man. <laughs> Yeah, just a smidge. I, I'm not old, but I'm not young, okay? Every now and again, things come out a little backwards. Yeah, so. I couldn't even say it improperly. Um, <laughs> but I could, without thinking about it. <laughs> you, you confused him with that. 53 minutes before the hour. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time, and I'm your name. 
That's well, only going to be funny to old fart radio guys. <laughs> just say you're sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it in Mandarin. <laughs> I don't know Mandarin. I don't know Mandarin. <laughs> what the hell that you? was bad. I don't care. That's my that's my kung fu. That's my gift. I just don't care. Uh, and that's where I want to start the hour off here because something interesting happened on Wear and Rima earlier, and it's something that we all, frankly, in, in this industry, think about, which is again, people their professional their professions are being destroyed. Their lives are being destroyed left and right for uttering or writing or posting, you know, uh, opinions that are not of the official sanctioned woke agenda, whatever you want to call it. Um, TV guys, as I mentioned last hour, uh, you know, movie stars, uh, cross-dressing Olympiads, you know, I mean, there, there are people, and I'm being serious, there are people, it's really getting, it's getting, it's real, it's real for folks who have lost their livelihood, which, you know, in many regards, for a lot of people, probably it'll never come into their lives, but when you make your living telling people what you think, you know, it's always kind of in the back of your mind, like, well, when's that coming for me, baby? I don't think I'm going to have to worry about it here because KTSA, we're kind of an alien being in the, in the, in the radio world, and that we really truly are like a radio station back in the old days. We're all family. We all love each other. We're all friends. We all get along, uh, especially our, our group of radio stations here. You know, that's why I love it here, frankly. And I've been here a dozen years almost now at this point. I've never been told once by anybody what to say about anything. They just tell me to do what I do, man, and do what I do. And so when it comes to the cancel culture, you know, I, I, uh, uh, Trey had asked me this question, you know, on the air earlier. Well, if, if it came down to it where the only way essentially, cause for me, my life, uh, exists around writing and radio, radio and writing, writing and radio. When I was 18, <laughs> the choice that I made, I said, you know what? I want to be a poet. <laughs> my old man said, your poetry is, is beautiful. You should be a poet, but you're, you're not going to be able to make a living at that. And I don't really see you sitting your ass in an office someplace. So it was my dad's suggestion. Why don't you think about radio? You love talk radio. You love, you know, you're, you, you've done some acting and some comedy and stuff like that. So, you know, look in the radio. And I did. And I went to a radio school and I got hired in 1989 by, by the local radio station. And, you know, uh, although I've had to go into the service industry here and there, boxer soft, you know, I mean, I, I, to keep the career going. Since I was 18, I'm 53 now. I have made my living off of radio. And because the plan was to support my writing with radio. And that's precisely what I've done my entire adult life. Again, since 1989. And one of the things that I take a great deal of pride in and something I have been told by other people is kind of my selling point or or something that's different about me than perhaps some other folks is that I am pretty much the same person on the air that I am off the air. Um, as these guys know, and you folks know who have been listening, I am sometimes painfully freaking honest on the air. <laughs> you know, about some pretty embarrassing stuff. I, you know, if you read my writing, you read any of my books, it's the same, right, Chris? I mean, I, my, Don knows this, that my poetry and my writing is also on occasion painfully honest, but that's the only way I can do it. That's, that's the, the way I do it. Doesn't, to not, to do it in any other way or some contrived way would not be me. It just wouldn't work. 
And so when Trey asked me this morning, well, what if you, you had to espouse certain opinions to continue to do this? Would you do it? And it, it, for me, it, and this is where the Socratic dilemma sort of came up, it, it wouldn't be a choice because if I couldn't be honest on the air or in my writing, I wouldn't be able to do it. Does that make sense? I would not be able to do it. And by that I mean you would know the instant I was full of crap. <laughs> Just like if you read something I wrote, you know, and people who read my writing would know, they would be able to tell instantly when I'm full of crap in my writing. And the Socratic dilemma, you know, if you're not aware of it, Socrates, 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 Socrates was a philosopher. Uh, Socrates, you know, he kind of uh, ignored his wife, didn't really have a job, hung out down on the corner by the drugstore with the young dudes, and they would philosophize. They would they would talk about society. They would talk about philosophical questions uh, and and discuss the place of government and a society and and uh, what a society is. And and that's what he did. Is and and from so, the mind of Socrates, from his perspective, this was his job. This was his calling on planet Earth, was to have these kinds of discussions with people and to concern himself with phil- philosophical matters. And that's what he spent his entire day, his entire life doing. Well, the government comes down and wants to cancel his ass and say, you know, you're 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 hopping up all these young guys. Uh, into uh, some opinions that we're not too cool with. We want you to stop doing that. He's arrested. He's charged with corrupting the youth. Uh, and and they give him a choice. And they say, well, you can stop doing that. Stop hanging out down at the drugstore with the young dudes. Get a real job. <laughs> Don't talk philosophy anymore. And you can live. We'll let you go. If not, you got to drink this bowl of hemlock. It's poison. And end your life. Socrates took the poison. His reasoning was, well, f- talking philosophy with the young dudes down by the drugstore is my life. That's why I'm here. That's what I do. It's my calling. So if I can't do that, I'm not really alive. So I might as well take the poison, which is in fact what he did. So I'm, you know, that's, I, I, I don't want to, and I'm not trying to sound noble or anything like that, but I, it, for me, it would kind of be the same thing. I really wouldn't have much of a choice. By offering that choice of, well, you can keep working, but you, you gotta do this, you say this, you know, uh, let's see, uh, we're gonna cancel all your books, uh, unless you write a book about this and say this, you know, or it's all over. Well, I, I, it would already be over at that point with the, with the asking of the question because I wouldn't be able to do radio the way I do radio. I wouldn't be able to write the way I write if I had to, uh, pretend that I had other opinions than I actually do. And I think in this era, in this moment, in uh, in America, in American life, I, you know, I honestly think, to some greater or lesser extent, we we are we're all going to find ourselves in that position. In in some way, shape, or form, we're all going to be there at some point. You know, and and so it's kind of a valid thing to consider. Like, what would you do? What choice would you make? You know, and uh, I'd be okay though, guys, because you know, like I said, it's not ever going to happen here. But I'd be, I'd be okay because you know, I can operate a convenience store, and 
I have been an assistant manager, and I could probably make manager in a couple of years, and, you know, it'd bust my ass because I'm an old guy now. But that's where we, but I guess what, what's disturbing to me is this is where we are. How did we let America get to this place? That's the bigger question. How did we allow this country to end up where we are in this one moment where people are having to make that choice? I mean, imagine losing, let's say, again, you're, you're a tenured professor. You've devoted your entire life to educating people and educating young people. You've, you've devoted your entire life to academia. And uh, you post an opinion that is just an observable fact, like there are only two genders, and it's all taken away from you. <laughs> it's heavy stuff, man. And it's extraordinarily un-American. In fact, that is pretty much the antithesis of what this entire experiment is supposed to be about. So do we survive it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I have the faintest freaking idea. You know, if we if we turn this around and we come back from this, my hope in that, because I do believe most people are not radical idiots, all right, <laughs> on either side. I do believe that, that at some point people will just have had enough and it's over and they're going to start pushing back against this in some serious way. Or not. I don't know. I really don't know. What do you think? 210, and what would you do if you found yourself in that situation? 210-599-5555. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. Uh, talking about, you know, what if you're in that situation where you, you gotta lie to keep your gig, or you gotta lie to keep your profession, you gotta lie to keep your life. And by that I mean you gotta state something you know to not be true, but you gotta say it. Uh, would you do it? Let's go to, uh, Tom. You're on News Talk. Or, or apologize. Like, that's another thing I'll, I'll say. Well, one more thing I'll say before we talk to Tom here, okay? Alright. There is not a damn thing I would ever say on the radio that I would ever apologize for. How's that make you feel? Here's Tom. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good, Sean. Yourself, I agree with you, brother. If we got to lie, we're not we're not living. We're not living what we're supposed to be living. You got to live the truth. And they've been teaching lies to us the whole time, and they're saying this is a new normal. Well, I'm not good with new normal. <laughs> you may not like what I tell you, but it's going to be the truth as I know it. That's right. Me too, brother. What's the point otherwise? Hang right in there, brother. When you get ready to come to Bandera, let us know again. <laughs> I will, man. Spirit of Bandana. That's a great place. All right, man. Thanks for the call, Tom. Rocks and roll. Rocks and roll. 210-599-5555. What the hell else is going on in the world, man? You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't spent any time so far, at least on my show, talking about the George Floyd anniversary yesterday. Um, first off, wow, <laughs> that went well yesterday. Gunshots, you know, you had a reporter whose phone was smashed with this peaceful mem- memorial. And I'm going to be honest with you, and this may upset some of you, but the reason I haven't talked about it is I just really don't want to be a part of elevating him and his memory at all. And and I'm not saying that I, I don't feel bad that he died and he died the way he did. 
I got my own thoughts on the way that trial went and uh, you know all that crap. And plus, the guy was filled with drugs. I'm sorry, man, but mo- no, I'm not sorry. I just said it. See, I'm gonna become a Democrat if I keep saying that crap. <laughs> all right. Most of these cases involve what? Somebody not doing what the cops tell them to do, man. Somebody not telling the doing what the cops tell them to do, tell them to do. Uh, in other words, I don't think George Floyd is a hero. <laughs> you know, uh, it, what, what did Biden say? Didn't he say some crap that he's a bigger deal than Martin Luther King or some stupid crap like that? Sit down and eat your take your meds, man. And I just didn't want to. Be, I just didn't want to add to it. I just didn't. I, I, and I still don't, really. I'm just letting you know why I haven't talked about it. <laughs> and, and that's why. Because, you know, it's just that this, this Black Lives Matter thing and this anti-police thing is, is just, it's a form of madness, man. It really is collective freaking madness. You know, how many people died during the response to the George Floyd death? How many people, you know, was it the retired deputy? Right, I can't, Chris. I can't remember what state that was in. Now, when, one of those city that was in, was that St. Louis? Yeah, with a uh, one young black guy walks up to an older black guy who's trying to protect his friend's pawn shop. He's ex-retired law enforcement. Shoots him in the back of the head. Any memorial services for that guy? Anybody saying that guy was a hero? Because he was. You know, so I just, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, that's one of those things where I barely want to be freaking involved in it anymore because it's such freaking madness. Yeah. It, all summer long, man, uh, people's lives are destroyed in the spring after, after that happened. You know, people's businesses burned, their own neighborhoods destroyed. But then yesterday, uh, you know, again, the anti cop stuff, you had bottles of pee being thrown at the police, and that's just great. Keep it classy. You know, and I just, I, I, I hate all of it. I hate all of it, man. And I'm not going to play. I'm not going to participate. Nope. Just not going to participate. Because that whole anti-police, defund the police stuff and the George Floyd stuff, it's freaking madness. All of it. And the people who feel, you know, justified in their anger and their oppression to take over entire neighborhoods and burn other people's property and businesses down to the ground and attack people in their cars, attack people's kids, you're all full of crap. You're just, you just got an excuse to do whatever the hell. It's an excuse to just be, just go total anarchy. That's all it is. Half the time, these folks and these riots aren't even from the towns that they're uh, that they're in, uh, uh, destroying people's crap, other people's crap. It's it's horrible. There is no sense to it whatsoever, and I I'm, I get so sick and tired of hearing this crap that cops, white cops, just wake up in the morning. God, I hope I get to kill a black guy today. Really? You honestly believe that? They just wake up, man, I hope I get to hassle some black guys today. Hope I get to kill a black guy. Come on, man. And what's even more insulting about it, I know some law enforcement. You know what? It, 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 I, I hate even having, having to say the disclaimer. Well, you know, in every industry there's, you know, there's bad apples. Well, everybody freaking knows that, man. 
Are there bad cops? Yes. What do you think the percentage is of bad cops in the total community of law enforcement across this country? If it's 1%, I'd be surprised. And the reasons, reason it's so damned insulting is that these people, like our military, get up in the morning every single day and just go into work. They could get shot and killed and, you know, lose their lives. Families might be targeted. And targeted by people who, you know, don't put anything up for risk ever for anyone else at all. Lesser people. And yet, you know what? That cop will still try to save your life. You know, I, I'm just, it's, I, I don't even want to participate in it. <laughs> so, no, I, I didn't say anything about George Floyd yesterday. Sorry. Uh, I must be an evil racist, man. I must be a stinking racist. I'm just a white supremacist and I'm phobic and blah, 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 blah. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll go ahead and take a break. It's Sean Rima on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Let's talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, we're just uh, we're kind of seeing uh, what's going on in San Jose, and that we we had uh, some kind of a shooting, multiple fatalities uh, in San Jose, California. Uh, yeah, why don't, if we can bring up CBS, let's take a listen. And uh, reunified with their families. Uh, families can go to the sheriff's headquarters. That is on 55 West Younger Street. It's actually right next door to this facility to be reunified with their family members. And it's interesting as well, they're asking anyone who has information about what happened here to also reach out to law enforcement as well to get information to them. But we do know this all went down after 6 this morning. That's when they received multiple 911 calls about shots fired in that area on West Younger Avenue at that VTA control center. We do know now that it's a hub that stores trains. There's also a maintenance yard out there as well. But once again, all of this shut down. You can see that map there, how expansive the area is. Shut down traffic on multiple streets. Let's check in now with Gianna. Okay, we're uh, uh, listening. Uh, uh, that's fine. Can. We're listening to CBS. Uh, we're, we're just sort of uh, finding out about this. Happened around 6.30 this morning, which California time is, what, uh, uh, 9 or so, 8.30. Uh, active. The, the shooter is reportedly dead. We're, we are seeing that. It was uh, uh, some kind of a rail yard in San Jose. Uh, let's see here. And uh, about uh, 7 a.m. local time, they say. And uh, all we, we really don't know much at this point uh, other than several people were killed. We, we're not sure. Uh, or lost their lives. We're not sure how many people uh, were injured or in ho- taken to the hospital. Uh, the shooter is no longer a threat, which we... You know, determined means he's not. Yeah, he's not with us anymore. Thank you, Jesus. So yeah, here we go again. You know, I uh, who knows uh, what what happened here. I, I'm sure in the next few hours we'll we'll know much more. And you know, and plus uh, here in this city, and I was just talking to my wife. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this uh, shooting on the far west side, uh, just down from Shanefield Road, uh, uh, happened early this morning. We seem to have a new shooting. Here in San Antonio, uh, every night at this point. And, uh, that's in my part of the world, the Northwest side. You know, we've had some issues and some events, some, uh, shootings, uh, in, in my neighborhood, actually. 
you know, you have to wonder what's going on. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know uh, why we're seeing an uptick in violence uh, right now. I, I don't know if it's just a general edginess that is leeching into folks who already are a little unbalanced or violent or what have you. Uh, but it's troubling, it's disturbing, and, uh, you know, this was, again, obviously a mass shooting in, in California. And, and then we'll go to the phones here, 210-599-5555. I, I te- this is going to sound maybe crazy, but I tend to believe that the kinds of violence we're seeing now are very self-absorbed kinds of crimes. Now, anytime you commit murder, you're committing an act of self-absorption, uh, in a sense. Uh, but when you walk into a place and just start shooting a whole bunch of people, you know, it's it's all about you in that one moment, whoever you are. And while monitoring, I also heard there was speculation or reports of uh, that the shooter took his own life. Took his own life, yeah. Now, now think about that for a second, when, when that happens. When somebody does a bunch of death dealing in a few minutes, or however long they got, and then they take themselves out, that is the ultimate selfish act, in that other people are things that exist to support your image of yourself, or to, uh, uh, I guess, soothe some issue you have going on that you're upset about. And uh, then when they shoot themselves, you know, it, it, think about that. They're, they're, they're throwing their lives away and destroying all these other lives for just a few minutes where they are master of the universe, man. And it's sad. It's sick. It's disturbing. It always has been. It always will be. And, and the kinds of shootings even in San Antonio that we're seeing are kind of those sort of killings on a smaller scale. It's like this guy out in uh, Colorado Springs a few weeks ago who felt jilted or you know upset that he wasn't invited to something or his his relationship broke up and he goes into a mobile home and kills pretty much every adult in there at a birthday party for a little kid. So I mean it's this is a sick time in American history. Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Johnny. Johnny, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? That's you bad man. What are you what are you thinking about? Well, you know, I'm with you on this whole police thing and just to let you know my <clears throat> my wife's cousin 2 years ago to the the day almost next month he was an officer in St. Louis, Missouri and he went he got called to uh, an answer to call for a customer trying to cash a bad check at a food market and bottom line was he wrestled the guy to the ground the guy had a gun in his waistband and he he took my wife's cousin out mm. so you know what does that sound familiar cashing a bad check where right. did that happen before so, uh yeah but here yeah, but it is for the george the floyd interaction story. right right yeah and then just one other quick thing this morning <clears throat> at seven o'clock i get a spam call and it had the numbers were like nine one one and then eight or nine numbers after that half an hour later it it dialed back, so I, I t- tried redialing it, and I get some European voice saying, your flight from uh, London to to somewhere else is leaving. It was like a minute, an update. Right. So I, I tried, after I hung up, 20 minutes later, a policeman shows up and rings the doorbell and says, uh, we had a hang-up from a 911 call. Are you serious? Said, no, I'm serious. That's Less weird, 20 man. 20 minutes, the guy was here. And I'm Whoa. like, hey, I'm sorry, it was a... 
and he was so kind and cordial. I said, what happened was I was answering a spam call, and uh, it had a prefix of 911 on it and then eight numbers after it. He says, oh, well, no big deal. Take it easy. That's said, weird, man. It's just, you know, as kind and unchilled right. as could have been. I mean, un, unfathomable as could have been, you know. Just, right. you know don't. Right. Don't give me this defund the police stuff. No, it's insanity, man. I I, I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. It's insanity, and you, it, people really don't think about this fact that every interaction a police officer has with the public, no matter what it is, could mean the end of their their life. Every single one. Imagine leaving your home every day, and that's your go- that's your job. That's what you <laughs> that's what you face every day when you go to work. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, man. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. I like that show. That's a cool show. That's a very cool show. Yeah, another day, uh, uh, Don and Chris of uh, segueing. You know, a segue is a smooth transition from one element to another, from one thing to another. Another day of smoothly segueing from, you know, gay cereal to Greek philosophers on the Sean Ryma show. You know, you think Greg and like Lance are in a, you know, our bosses are in a like a conference room somewhere, like. Greg, you know how to make hemlock? Yeah, you know, if we Google uh, any uh, recipes for hemlock, let's mess with Sean for a few minutes. Sean, do you like working here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I do, Lance. Well, we got some hemlock here, and this Dixie cup is some hemlock. That's how I know. (laughs) Or you could just say you're sorry. I'm sorry. I'll say it in Mandarin. Can you call it Mandarin? Orange, you glad he spoke in Mandarin? (laughs) That's why I get the big bucks. I'm sorry. I don't get the big bucks. I get good bucks, but, you know, anyway. No, never mind. Uh, 210-599-5555. Well, you really do want to get called back, don't you? I do fine. I'm happy. I'm absolutely freaking happy, man. No worries. My issue are the damn convenience stores. That's where that's where, I, that's where I blow I blow so much money. Yeah, what's up with that? I've always I've always I had a thing because I worked in them, so I, I just love right. convenience stores. Yeah, I do, I I do. And uh, you know, in, in the old days, in my twenties, it was the bar tab, right? When you wake up the next day and your whole paycheck is gone, except for like seventy eight cents, right? <laughs> and you got paid that day, you sure. know, because you go all bar hopping, you know. Now in my fifties, it's you know, it's the Circle K and. Uh, <laughs> Nine scratch-off lottery tickets later and some caffeinated beverages. Right. You ever win with these scratch-off lottery tickets? Have you won anything at all? No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) My wife says she hasn't either, but... Right. No, no, she would never lie to me about winning the lottery. I do notice that her tickets just mysteriously seem to disappear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, convenience stores, that's my issue. Remember, you're looking for didn't win. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so racist. How racist of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I tell my wife all the time, it's like, yeah. you my tribe now, baby. Yeah. I, I don't hang out with white people. White people kind of freak me out on occasion now, baby. They do, because I'm a Mexican. Tang. <laughs> That's usually when she leaves the room or tells me to shut up, you know. Yeah. She's going to go take Pours her hot water on me. What? Take her winning lottery tickets and go buy something nice. <laughs> Not at the, you know, you know, I really want to impress you. Know, I've, done, the I've done this. Store. This is why I, I blow so much money at convenience stores. You know, if, if we've had an argument, we've had a weird day, I'll buy one of those $15 stuffed unicorns at the Circle K that's like, you know, the size of my phone. Right. Here you go, baby. I got you a unicorn, baby. And a big red. Because <laughs> I, I love you, baby. I got you, a, I got you a damn teddy bear and a big red from the Circle Damn K. Aren't you glad you chose me? Um, let's go. <laughs> so here's a lesson for all you ladies tuning in what? today. The next time you're on one of those dating apps, just keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> just keep scrolling, man. What's uh, Match.com. That's what ruined my wife's life. Match.com. So I left. I was in the negative folder. You know that, right? Like wow, I, was the guy, really? I was in the folder because like, she, she saw me on Facebook. Right. And then I sent her a, a message on Match.com so she gets a friend request from me because we had some mutual friends. Right. And, and I thought she was hot. And she gets a request on Match.com, and I didn't match up at all. Not athletic <laughs> and everything else. you know. Right. And uh, I was you actually in the negative folder. You weren't checking the boxes? <laughs> I didn't have none to check. <laughs> Look at me. I got no box. I ain't got no boxes to check. I got no hobbies. I mean, I'm not. I can't, I'm not athletic. I can't fix a lawnmower. Here's the thing, Sean. What? Lie. Just lie. No, I. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. cannot lie. And then, but you know, I don't really feel like fixing the lawnmower today. I cannot lie because then I would be full of crap. And I don't want to be full of yeah, crap. Yeah, I, uh, I lost my tools that time. I was driving down the road, and my car flipped over. Your yeah, car flipped over, and, uh, you know, I'm traumatized, so I can't right, fix yeah. nothing. Anytime I see a lawnmower now, I freak. I freak out, you know, PTSD. so I'm sorry. I got ghosts. I'm haunted. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Sean, this is Hemlock in the Stixie Cup, and uh, if you like working here. All right. Ron, how are you? <laughs> It kind of sounds like Lance, doesn't it? <laughs> what's that? Darn good to hear from you, son. Uh, nice to hear from you, too, dude. What's what's going on with you? Uh, I only got a call. I just wanted to share this with you. Uh, since you're the bulldozer of uh, logic and reason and, and, and common sense, thank God for you, uh, we need continuity in you. Uh, how do you feel about some of these leftist fanatics? I do believe that, uh, yeah, it, it, it appears that some of them are being martyred for their own sake, and it like I mean, I, the mass it, shootings. The mass shootings are concerned. I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. I got some noise going on out here. The mass shootings. Uh, they're giving up their lives. They're doing this intentionally, taking their lives, um, trying to make the point that to kill our, you know, to help Beto, uh, so they can come after a better after our uh, our AR-15, and they're setting themselves up to the martyr because you know they have nothing better to do than even that. I I. I, 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 I throw that by you i'm you know honestly i'm not sure what you're asking me no but i'll i'll take off air right. yeah send me a message i because I mean, i'm just out of time i'll try to answer that tomorrow i just i i'm I, I lost about half of what you were saying there so i'm just not sure what you were asking uh that's gonna do it for us we're gonna get on out of here again check out the uh cupcake tuesday video from yesterday 
Thanks to our friends at Gigi's Cupcakes, KTSA.com, the Sean Reimer page. Maybe I'll do another stupid video tonight if I'm so inclined. But, you know, another fun day on the air. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. I'm sorry!